This is the 10-Minute Take with host John Stackhouse, delivering up-to-date insights and perspectives from RBC's analysts and experts on financial and economic developments related to the COVID-19 crisis. It's Wednesday, June 24th, and I'm joined today by Don Desjardins, RBC's Deputy Chief Economist. Don, welcome back to the call. Pleasure. Thanks for having me. You've done a lot of research through the crisis on its impact on the labor market. And now with the school year over, one of the big questions is what is the impact on students and graduates through the summer months? Normally, this is a time of internships, apprenticeships, and even starting a new career. All that has been disrupted. Can you share what the employment landscape looks like for students and youth during these summer months? Yes, it's uh, not a particularly uh, pretty picture at this stage. Youth have been really hard hit um, during this period of crisis. The uh, governor of the Bank of Canada, Macklem, he really referenced youth as being a particularly impacted cohort um, in his speech. So when we look at the data, um, looking at workers 15 to 24 years, for example, 843,000 fewer workers in that cohort in May compared to February. And that even includes a 30,000 increase um, for people who started to work in the month of May. So when we look at this and compare it to a year ago, employment for that youngest group of workers is down about 32%. And to give you some context, in the early 80s, when we had the recession, that cohort who has then experiencing a, a record-breaking decline in employment of 12%. And in this past financial crisis, um, the employment for that group is down over 9%. So, you know, we're really blowing out the lights here in terms of a, a not a great story for youth. And the data is diverging uh, between those who are students intending to return to school in September. Their unemployment rate is about 40%. The other part of that cohort who aren't students but are workers, their unemployment rate is 25%. So when we think about the whole overall labor market and the unemployment rate, it's at 13.7, which is staggering. But these numbers are, you know, magnitudes bigger um, than that. So almost a million students out of work. What do you attribute that divergence to between students who are going back to school and the rest of the cohort? It could very well be that, you know, students obviously um, become available uh, in the month of May where these other youth are working all the time. So they, you know, have jobs that are perhaps full time in nature, 12 months of the year. Um, and when we even look at the uh, differential between people, the number that are working full time and the number are, that are working uh, part time, 52% um, of youth uh, work full-time and 48% part-time. So I think, you know, it is that divergence. It's just the fact that some of these young people are in the job market. That's all the time. We're also seeing an impressive array of support programs, the Canada Emergency Student Benefit, the retooled Summer Jobs Program, and a, a doubling of student grants. Are we able to see yet any signs of whether they're working and what impact they're having? Well, when we look at the data for the uh, emergency student benefit, of the five and a quarter billion dollars that's been allotted, uh, about one and a quarter has already been allocated. Um, and when we look at the number of um, students who've applied, um, you know, high numbers there. And, but what's interesting, actually, is that in the first week, uh, there were about uh, half a million or, or just slightly more than half a million uh, applications for it. And that number went down in the second week to 382,000. So 
it may be a signal that some of these young students are actually, you know, getting getting their jobs and internships. Now, obviously, these are still big numbers. There's still a lot who are not working, but it's just something we're watching to see. Now, that next iteration, you know, we're going to have seen more companies reopen, more industries being able to reopen as we go through the month of June. And so we'll be keeping an eye to see, you know, if we're actually seeing some employment improvement. And as we see different parts of the economy open up uh, across the country, including Toronto this morning, moving into phase two, what sort of impact would you anticipate that having on students who are off for the summer? Are they already baked in being off for the summer or is there a chance many will shift into uh, into jobs for the remaining weeks or months? I would think that there will be some job creation for students. Um, but we have to think of it in the context that, you know, many full-time workers have been furloughed or have been laid off temporarily or permanently. Um, these may be getting the callbacks quicker than some of the students um, as these businesses start to ramp out. And when we look at what, you know, what jobs are students in large part taking, you know, we see them in the retail um, whether it's they're selling on the floor or they're in the stock room, uh, food counters, restaurants, they're instructors at uh, camps, um, as well as recreational centers. So there's types of jobs that are probably going to be a little bit slower to really come back to full capacity, just because we have to be careful. Um, so I, I would say it's a bit of a, um, a mixed picture um, in terms of that. But I think just as we continue to move, if we start to see you know, more and more restaurants being able to open more and more stores, um, it will end up having some of these students get some, some work, I would think, this summer. What do you think are the longer term impacts on this cohort in terms of future employment prospects and also their their uh, job readiness, given the, the, the lags that we're seeing between school and employment? We wrote a report uh, called Graduating in a Recession. And what we found is that it does slow the progress um, of young workers, as you're saying, they're missing out on some really valuable work experience. And what it ends up doing is it takes them a longer time to get into that next level in terms of their job progression. And another thing that we discovered is that a lot of these young people, um, it slows their wage and income growth. Um, in fact, we calculated it's about a 5% penalty um, in terms of their incomes over the first decade that they work. So there are some pretty serious um, ramifications for young people um, when they do have the misfortune of uh, graduating in a recession. For those moving into the workforce full time in the coming months, it will be a very different workforce than probably anything we've seen. What sort of skills are going to be more valuable, can you say at this point in time, for new entrants? Well, I certainly think um, the ability um, to work with technology, I think we've all learned that that is just an essential skill, no matter what you're doing. Um, you know, we're looking at restaurants, for example, you certainly have to have that online presence uh, to be able to navigate through this time. So I think, you know, being engaged um, in technology, in the digital economy, I think is, is definitely going to be important. But we also have to remember um, that it's still going to be a, a human world. We're still going to have to interact with other people. So all of those social skills um, that we've all had to work so hard to, to refine, to make sure we can communicate clearly with people, either written material 
um, as well as uh, verbal, I think those skills will continue to be very important. Dawn, as we see more of the country reopen, one of the emerging tensions appears to be uh, between some employers who are struggling to get people back into the workforce and employees who don't feel ready or safe to go back into the workplace. The CERB relief program has been extended for another eight weeks. What kind of impact do you think that is having on frictions in uh, in the labor market as the economy gets going, even though it's still at a much slower pace than uh, a few months ago? It's only natural, I think, to be worried about your workplace. And we're going to have to see companies, they're going to be responsible for having personal protective equipment for their uh, employees. It's going to take, uh, you know, a lot of confidence building um, and trust building, I think, between employers and employees uh, that when they do return to the workplace, they are going to be safe. You know, I think the fact that we haven't seen as much take up on the wage subsidy, it may have caused some uh, disconnection between workers and their 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 employers. So I, I think it'll be interesting to see now this discovery time as things start to reopen. Demand for labor is going to get stronger. For a new generation who are enduring a summer like no other in 2020 and maybe graduating into an economy unlike anything we've seen, there were already concerns about automation and long-term structural challenges in employment. What kind of long-term prospects does the generation that should be thriving in the 2020s face given all that we're up against? Now, our forecast right now for the end of this year is that that unemployment rate of 13.7 will fall. We'll see some job creation, but it's still going to end the year at about 8.5%. So that's almost three percentage points higher than when we left 2019. Now, it's not dire, um, but I think it is the case that we're probably going to have to have some patience in terms of looking for uh, job creation um, to get back to where we were before this crisis hit us. So for youth, an unsettling picture, but maybe some clarity in the years ahead. Dawn, thanks for being on the call. Oh, a pleasure. And that's our 10-minute take for today. This content is based on information available at the time it was recorded and is for informational purposes only. It is not an offer to buy or sell or a solicitation, and no recommendations are implied. It is outside the scope of this communication to consider whether it is suitable for you and your financial objectives.